0: Shoecast, our round eight review. Joining me on the line, as always, Mark Cashman from Rugby Lua, Rugby News. How are you, Mark?
1: Fantastic. Listen, what what, what a round of rugby we've uh, we, we've just had. Uh, Tars winning, and then uh, and then this competition just gets tighter and tighter, doesn't it?
0: Sure does. Also joining us on the line is that man, Andrew Swain, fresh from the year two disco, Swaney.
2: Yeah, year two disco. I tell you what. Um, the kids enjoyed some popcorn and a bit of thriller slash Gangnam Ooh. style, and I enjoyed a big box of Panadol.
0: <laughs> so, mate, th- thriller, thriller made the uh, the dance list, did it? Thriller
2: made the cut. He still makes the cut, old MJ. Oh, um, totally probably controversially. No comment. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, it was oh, you oh, know, yeah. the kids just kids having a good time. Seven year olds running around doing conga lines. You got to love it.
0: Oh, you've got to love that brigade. I'm never going to listen to MJ ever again, please. Um, <laughs> anyway, Casio, um, like you said, mate, uh, some excellent super rugby before we get into the shoot shield. I watched the Waratahs Drewer. Now, Sweeney, um, mate, if every team play like the Drew every week, um, the competition would be box office.
2: Oh, it's just special to watch, isn't it? Yeah, they,
0: unbelievable.
2: They, but they also force teams into... Being creative, like it's, it's, it's almost like, you know, I mean, they play amazing football themselves, but they yep. force teams into playing creative, and sometimes it's to their detriment. Um, but it's always entertaining, isn't it?
0: Well, it's like stri- it's like street ball. You gotta you gotta you gotta match what's on show. And if the Waratahs last troll was anything to show for it, they um, they matched the the Drua uh, in spades, and they they finished over the top, but. Um, must be a nightmare team to play against. I dare say it's one of those sides. Players like Michael Hooper, looking forward to retirement for Kasha.
1: Yeah, very much so. And I was—I was, I was about to say that the physicality that they bring—it's—it's oh. uh, it's real test style footy. So yep. uh, if yep. uh, if they can take uh, whatever happens to the Drua over the next month or so, whether they play finals, uh, it's a pretty good setup for uh, for, for, for the national team to. Uh, uh, get, get get a bit of a run into the Rugby World Cup, eh?
0: Yeah, it was such a great game. I've got to um, raise with you, Swanee, the prospect of Max Jorgensen playing test footy. He's a year out of school. Well, I know he's green, but bloody hell, have you seen a player like him at his age doing what he's doing?
2: Well, some, uh, you know, very um, um, quite, astute. Quite astute judges, quite astute mm-hmm. judges and, and journalists and and. Uh, rugby brains and, and eyeballs have said that that might have been one of the best uh, performances from a teenager ever in super Rugby um, mm. which you have to agree was just in everything wasn't he Everything he touched uh, turned to gold. he created just about every you know points a yep. uh, bit of points that, that the Waratahs could score. it was um, and quite mate, a try,
0: try saving tackles, he kicks well. Um, I mean, Tom Wright—they reckon's probably the fullback elect. But I wouldn't be surprised if Eddie Jones, you know, uh, tries to work out if Jorgensen can cut the mustard. It's it's a big call to make, though, isn't it, Swainy?
2: Oh yeah, definitely big call to make. I mean, you know, they, those calls have been made before, though. You know, remember a, a 18-year-old James O'Connor made his Test debut, yep. you know, albeit against Italy. Yeah. But, you know, scored um three tries, I'm pretty sure, on Deboo. I'm pretty sure that's right. Um yep. yeah, hat trick on debut. So, you know, we've seen eighteen year olds uh been thrown in before and, and you know, we go back to the you know, the the fifties and sixties, there was a you know, young guys being and Cashow's probably better to talk about these, no offense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's there was, you know, teenagers, um you know, Trevor Allen was only very young, wasn't he? Casho when he played- yeah, very
1: much. So. Russell Fairfax was uh, thrown in early, and uh, you know, there's there's the likes of the Eller brothers, and you know, more recently Tim Moore and Jason Little. You know, they were uh, they were, uh, they were wet behind the ears, weren't they? So uh, what, what, uh, what what's the saying down at uh, Coogee? Is uh, good enough, old enough, and yeah. there's uh, the, the the coaches uh,
0: from from those parts. Well, I've made these suggestions that I wouldn't mind seeing him get a start and then people are still saying, oh, no, we've got to go with the experienced hand. It's like, well, in the rugby, what have we got to lose, guys? We we haven't beaten South Africa and South Africa for a long time. We haven't beaten – we haven't won the Bledisloe for 20 years. Do we Do we need to play it safe here? I don't know. You no, know, I,
2: I'm with you, Burge. I reckon – see if he's good enough. You see know. if he can he, cut the mustard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We've, you know – Young Noel Olesio, for example, he was only young when he made his test debut. He's a little yeah. bit older than Max Jorgensen is now, but not much older. Mm. Um, you know, there, there's you've got to have a crack. You've got to have I'd a crack. be
0: surprised if we're going to lose a test match on a fullback, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, it's um, yeah, it's food for thought and, and good food for thought. Um, obviously, a lot of other very interesting Super Bowl results. It's interesting to see the... Uh, Force have hit some uh, some some form in the final week, Swaney.
2: Yeah, they they really are good at home, the Western Force. Yeah, um, not so great on the road, and so that's what no. what they need to fix. But yeah, absolutely, and and you know the Brumbies sent over a team with twelve changes, which you know was. Yeah. That's actually – I think that's completely stuffed the competition because mm-hmm. they're now sitting third. They might miss out on a, a home semi final should they get through the quarterfinals. Um, you know, they're also probably going to make – that will probably set up a, a, a Waratahs needing to go across the ditch. Like there's, there's all sorts of implications to the Brumbies getting beaten the other day. But full credit yeah. to the force, like they yeah. were – Right up for it. Max Bury, um, who we know from um, the suburbs, yep. was outstanding. Mm. Uh, played played the house. Rabboni Warren Vosiafo, who yep. we also know from the Shoot Shield and from the Waratahs, played the house down. Uh, there was a few guys that really put their hands up in that Western Force team and basically um, put paid to the, the Brumbies' disrespect by sending over a, a pretty green team.
0: So is this... Um by choice or by rotation and then there's been a bit of um you know uh news articles and online debate about it's almost like a form of tanking like in the nba i mean uh, we don't get draft picks but um you know i guess the waratahs particularly you saw coleman's quotes this week uh they've made the finals they want to get to the finals healthy not saying this week's a dead rubber against the crusaders because momentum's important but you know, it's just one of those things. Maybe it's a byproduct of professional sports in a lot of different leagues. But what's what's the what's the verdict on it? Do you reckon, Swaney?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't like it. I, I, no. I, I like seeing all the stars playing, and um, as a, as a fan of the competition, you know, people are questioning the integrity of the competition now yep. because these players are getting arrested, and it's happening over in New Zealand as well. Um, yeah, and you know, they're they're resting All Blacks. You know, at what point you look at, you know, these guys are only playing, fifteen games of Super Rugby tops. It's the world's well um,
0: longest off season. Two of them test always,
2: Exactly. You go to Europe, yeah. and they're playing twice the amount of rugby. So what are we doing down here? Like, what's the point of resting these guys? I don't get it.
0: No, I don't get it. And, and sports science would have thought you'd help with sort of recovery and and, and all that knowledge they've got, but it seems like. They've gone too far on the other side of the coin, where they're now preventing them from playing more. I, I can't work it out.
1: And, and, and listen, boys, I'd, I'd really like to know: uh, are, are they told the coaches, the you know, the teams? Are they told uh, how many guys need to be stood down at certain times of the year? You know, like different teams have managed it in uh, in in different ways. And appears uh, mm. to me, so um, everyone's trying to, you know get in before, uh, you know, just before the bell goes at 3.15, isn't it?
0: Yeah, seems that way. It's it's frustrating, but look, it is what it is. All right, well, look, we'll, um, enough of that. We'll jump straight into the shoot shield because there's plenty of games to talk about. We might start at that game at Milner, uh, 107 points scored. No Unbelievable. Less, no less than four penalty tries too. I think P. Try was the top try scorer on the day promising young winger from Ringer and Eastwood. Um, but uh, Ringer started like a house on fire, Casho, but uh, that was all in the first 10 minutes. I think they were close to 24-0 up, and um, then Eastwood got rolling, and you know, Ringer fired a few more shots, but Eastwood just fired more. I think um, Ringer ended up conceding nine tries, which isn't a great look, uh, but they did score 41 points themselves. Well, it's,
1: yeah, it's, it, it, it was an amazing game. You know, within, uh, within eight minutes, there was something like 19-0 to the, uh, you know, to, to the Rats, 20, 26-7 at one stage. Ben Maher had scored the first try within 30 seconds of uh, kickoff. And uh, you know the defence uh, uh, wasn't on the field. It was uh, surrounding the field for, 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 for much of the afternoon, 107 points. You know, handfuls of uh, penalty tries. Uh, ben Ma did, uh, did some good stuff out there, as did Wes Thomas, Sam Thompson, but uh, uh, Eastwood seemed to be able to manage these sort of situations when they appear to be uh, getting out of hand. Good work mm-hmm. from uh, Mia M- M- Luffy and uh, Michael Isley's, uh, you know, a, a classy performer, Matt Minogue's just uh Gets them down the uh, the right end of the field at, at at the right time, but it was just uh, just one of those bizarre games. As, as you said, uh, uh, 107 points. You know that's um, mm-hmm. that's a little bit excessive, but uh, yeah, it's uh, continues uh, the woes of the rats as they uh, head to uh, uh, Rat Park this weekend, Ladies' Day, and they're, they're taking on North. So uh, that's another pretty tough tough ask for them.
0: Very much so. I I know the Colts won against Swaney, so it's not all doom and gloom. But, yeah. geez, it was a f- bizarre game, as Casho said, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, bizarre. And as you said, four penalty tries. Um, you know, kind of Hickey. Great to see him back, and and you know, creating for them. I think they yep. got to. Didn't they get to like within six? Yeah. You know, like with with twenty to go, they yep, were within six points, and then Eastwood obviously you know, smashed them in the back end with, you know, three tries in that last 15 to to um, to um win the game. Uh, bizarre old game. And, yeah, momentum, the swings in momentum were, like, wild. So it was, yeah, it's one to go back and watch the mini because for just for 20 minutes you got 107 points. Um, you know, there's a fair, fair bit of entertainment right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to look at the rats and not feel like they're at the end of a... Of a, a, a wonderful cycle, um, but um, obviously with the Colts' performance, that, that that that's really you know pleasing for the club, and and they'll be sort of doubling down on that. I don't. The season's not lost yet, but um, it, it would take something special to feature in the finals from here now. Cash, I would have thought.
1: Oh yeah, very much so. You know that uh, the tightness uh, yeah in, it's in the tight. Course, ten or twelve uh, ten or so uh, spots there means it, it's. Uh, it's a very hard ask and they'll uh, they'll have to go on one of those withering, uh, winning runs to uh, to make any sort of headway into that top eight.
0: Yeah, and just no one seems to be doing that at this stage, so it's, it would be quite unique for them to do that. Um, all right, we'll uh, head over to North Sydney Oval. Cash, give us a run round. Northern Suburbs back in the winner's circle. Northern Suburbs 24, Eastern Suburbs 15. Pretty close on the score sheet um, by the end of the day, but Norse pretty much in control. Of this one, I thought.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's very much the uh, the, the case. Uh, uh, very much had uh, dominance uh, up front. Uh, some uh, some good work there from Boston Carapa early. James Morgan uh, uh, got across the stripe early on. He he started the uh, the front end of this game with uh, Sam Kitchen coming on uh, a. a, a a, a, a bit later, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it it was one of those games that uh, North really needed to win because that uh, that uh, loss to Hunter last week saw them drop, uh, mm-hmm. I think, from second to sixth, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it 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 was a good uh, it was a good win for uh, for for Northern Suburbs.
0: Yeah, I, I thought O'Donnell had another good game at thirteen. He uh, will be off this week, though, I guess, to uh, the twenties, Swainy.
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, the twenties are going to actually, I think, cost a few teams some mm. some young stars um, yes. in the next couple of weeks, which is, you know, that's that's fantastic for them, but it's also going to test the depth of a few of these teams. And yeah, North's is uh, no different with um, O'Donnell heading heading over for for the twenties. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's, I think we're we're sort of almost at that kind of mid season grind period of this season, aren't we?
0: Well we're coming into that uh, two weeks till the break um, for what's well, the old Queen's where are we at now? Is it still Queen's birthday? No, King's this year? birthday. Is it King's but it's not the King's birthday, is it? Or is, I don't know. The Queen's <laughs> birthday's in May, but they have it in June. And now the Queen's dead and it's the I I don't know. Uh, Cash, this is more of your vintage mate. You're up to the royal things, aren't you mate? <laughs> Now that's two references
1: to my age, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and none of you wish me a happy birthday for last week. So.
0: Oh, I, I we did on messenger, mate. Okay,
1: all right. Yeah. Listen, well, so just 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 back onto the footy here. I, I thought uh, Norse are a lot better side with Declan Carroll in the second row. He runs their line out a lot better. Better and uh, Brady yeah. Lever was very good. As was uh, Jude uh, Jude Gibbs. Uh, East East though, I thought. Uh, they created a few things, but just their finishing's not there without Teddy Wilson and uh, yep. Jack Bowen. Apparently, has been carrying a bit of a shoulder knock for the past uh, couple of weeks, so he 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 uh, he did not play. And uh, as as Smiley was saying, he's uh, he's off to the uh, the under twenties camp uh, this weekend before they head to uh, before they head to New Zealand, but. Uh, on the east head front, Archie uh, yeah. Gavin was uh, was pretty good. Uh, Mark Patterson yeah. at uh, number ten was good. Um, Mossman uh, on 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 one of the flanks was uh, was was okay as well. And uh, uh, Heaven at Hooker uh, did did some good things uh, around the field, but just their uh, their finishing off uh, uh, probably wasn't up to uh, where 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 it would be with uh, with the likes of Wilson and uh, Bowen
2: there.
0: Yeah, Wilson really is the special source, isn't he, Sweeney?
2: He is, and he's just been named skipper of that. I was the under-20s team as well. Yep, yep, so, for good
0: reason.
2: Uh, very good reason. He, the, the thing I love about Teddy Wilson is, yeah, he's got great service. He's, he's obviously learning his craft at halfback, but he's tough. Like, he yeah, yeah. genuinely can cop a hit, get up off the ground and keep going. Um, You know, there's... there's Bit of an uncompromising, hard edge to Teddy Wilson, which uh, I think is yeah great to watch, and and he yeah he will lead the Aussie team under twenties you know very well, and East will miss him so, um, but that'll test their depth. But yeah, when it, when he comes back, he'll be it uh, will be great for them.
1: His his dad told me a story uh, sometime last year about. Uh, he was going up, um, uh, tell, tell me the club that Bomber played for up in uh, Brisbane. Uh, East. He played for East and he was having the uh, the uh, East home ground named after him. And uh, anyway, uh, Teddy and uh, Harry were, were going to accompany their, uh, their father up there along with uh, the other members of the family. And uh, anyway, um, uh, Teddy sledged his old man by saying, you Know what, uh, what, 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 did you do to uh deserve having an oval named after you? Of course, he he did win a Bledisloe Cup and a and a, and a Rugby World Cup as well, so uh, yeah, he's uh, there's a bit of bit of attitude to uh, Teddy, and I like that.
0: <laughs> David Wilson was a legend, so uh, I love him. Then, then he um, his boots were filled by George Smith, so it was a pretty good follow up act, I thought, but yeah, it's um, not bad. But uh, Wilson did, you know, he won the big thing. So, uh, yeah, good to, good to see all that uh, family banter going on. I thought uh, Jude Gibbs had a good game for Norse again. He's a very handy footballer. I really like watching him play. Uh, moving on, um, very interesting game at uh, university. It was a grand final rematch. University went down at home, university 28, Gordon 41. Um, oh, I'm not bringing the power rankings in yet, but I'm telling you, if I was... I reckon I got Gordon at the top of the tree at the moment, uh, Casho. Well,
1: a- a- absolutely. I was uh, I was almost going to uh, uh, get the lobbying firm to come in and get the power rankings, so so we could uh, so, yeah, so we could
0: criticise the shit out. So we
1: could, you know, get uh, get Gordon out there. Just uh, Billy loves to be favourites,
0: doesn't he? Oh uh... yeah, he loves it. He loves it. Um,
1: but, uh, listen, it was uh, it was an interesting uh, interesting start to the game. Uni started really well. A couple of tries to Kennywell and uh, and Smith, and they were out to a 14-0 lead. But, uh, Gordon- hang on, hang
0: on, hang on, hang on, Swaney. The try to Kennywell was hot.
2: That was uh, scintillating
0: is the word. Was that the flick from Clooney's Ross out the back door? Wasn't
2: oh, it? How good oh. was it?
0: Oh, How mate. good was it? I got an emoji from a, from a Marlins, mate, and he just sent me the eggplant and the splash. <laughs> <laughs> I was,
2: we were watching it on Clubland, and yeah. I said to Timmy, it was in tries of the week. It probably was the try of the week. And um, I said to Timmy, oh, you've got to watch this. And he missed it. He was like, where's the ball? Can you watch the try? It was mate. like the cameraman almost missed it too. It but They was did pick hot. it up in the end. It, it was hot. Yeah, red hot beauty, absolute beauty.
0: Sorry, Casher. You were giving us a rundown before Swain and I were so rudely interjected there.
2: But uh, listen, any, anyway, uh, you know, in the
1: end, Uni uh, uh, Gordon sort of hit back, and uh, with, uh, with 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 a couple of close-range tries, uh, Thomas Marker and uh, Harrison Goddard each picked up three tries again. But uh, mm. uh, there was there was a nice uh, uh, schedule of play where Oliver Arkus. Uh, Picked the ball up and uh, showed fantastic speed that uh, that, that put the uh, the game out of uh, out of reach of uh, universities. But uh, uh, I, I thought the uh, the Gordon Front Row did uh, did some really good stuff, um, and they're all they're also a, a heaps better side with uh, with Harrison Goddard there. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, listen, you uh, you'd have to consider them to be. Probably a little bit more complete side than, uh, than Hunter are at this particular stage, but uh, long way to go, isn't it?
0: Yeah, long way to go, but I'm so impressed with their pack. Um, they're so good at the set piece. They're driving more, maybe better than Hunter's, which is a big statement. Um, Goddard, obviously one of the best nines running around the comp. McGregor, who may look to have uh, suffered an injury in this game. I'm hearing it may be a fractured hand, so he might be out for a few weeks, but you're right, Kasher. That try from Arcus. Um, geez, didn't he show the jet boots, Sweeney? Yeah, he, Sweeney. Did, he, he, oh, he did, mate. He absolutely
2: showed the jet boots. He's, um, oh, mate, he's, he's a flash. That Oli Arcus um, uh-huh. to, to run away and sort of seal that win. Um, heck of it, yeah. Heck, of the pack, as you say, um, you know, set it all up for those those guys out wide, and um, yep. they're brilliant to watch. I, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Um, Gordon V. Hunter, it's going to be um, the clash of the titans. It'll be a beauty.
1: It will be an absolute beauty. Great, and, um, great effort from their back row too. Tao Lange, Tommy Horan, who's who's probably one of the unheralded back rowers in the shoot shield at this particular stage. And uh, the captain, Basson, was uh, was just absolutely outstanding. Korea also did some... Uh, uh, did some good stuff there, and we mentioned Argus there before, and Ben Fitzgerald at, uh, at fullback only, only blemished by his uh, by his yellow card there at the death. So uh, yeah, all in all, uh, good and looking okay.
0: And um, the University uh, will be sweating on finals positions before the Cavalry arrive, I guess. Uh, Casho, I mean, they they played okay. I thought McCalman had a good game. Um, Clinch Ross is very dependable. Kennywell as we've already mentioned but um they just seem a couple of guns shy at the moment don't they
1: yeah yeah, yeah they are Bockenham uh did some good stuff at uh yeah at, at number eight Cantwell their hookers uh very very handy so uh yeah and you know Jack McCalman just leads and generally picks up a try uh, every other week so uh yeah it's it's, it's not the side that they were over the last two or three years, but, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're moving in the right direction.
0: All right, moving on to the next game, game at the Eric Tweedale. Uh, two Blues went down at home to the Marlins. Two Blues 22, Manly 36. Um, I have to say I was very, very nervous about this one. I wasn't confident in my beloved Marlins, and I should have given them a bit more uh, credit than they deserve because they were excellent. They... Um, Tackled the house down um, and really pushed away in this one. A really, really pleasing result. Two Blues were a real handful. And I know that Chris Deleuze and uh, Damien Cummins were very, very happy with the result. They were sort of signaling it might have been the best win of the year. So um, really good result for the Marlins. Um, some good performances across the board. Um, I thought that Fraser Colmway did a great job stepping in for Offo of Manafatoa, who was just away for the week. And, um, yeah, I thought uh, Yule Yule ended up scoring a couple of tries. His first one, definitely an offside, but the referee missed. But his second try, he can't deny the class um, uh, in that one. And, uh, yeah, just a a really, really solid game for the Marlins. Hunter Ward um, is the outstanding, you know, back rower going around. Obviously, Zach Barnabas is uh, having a good year. Zach probably didn't get much pay at the breakdown this week, maybe. Maybe the referee had been tuned up a bit, but he sort of had one of those days that a number seven can have. Um, but yeah, a, a really good win there, Kasha.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, as as, as we've uh, we've revisited numerous times here, uh, probably not uh, not great travellers to uh, Western Sydney, the uh, the Marlins boys. Terrible
0: uh, travellers, mate. That, that, hence my apprehension. Terrible, mate. The, the beaches bubble, mate. We do not like leaving Queenscliff. But look, I was really impressed with para. Um, I thought they, they oh, I can't say Para. very impressive Western City. Um, I thought they, you know, they'd be disappointed with that result because it was certainly, after a couple of close losses, they were probably aiming up on that one and um, sniffed an opportunity against Manly. But Manly were just really good. And, um, you know, it was a big win for the Marlins and it puts them into the top four there, Casho.
1: Yeah, 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 it does, doesn't it? So, uh, yeah, and just just on the the Marty, Swaney I, I I I reckon there's a bit of a uh, you know there's a few geeks there waiting for him because he's uh, he's pretty good with the uh, with the microphone uh, holding it up to his gob. I think uh, good analysis and uh, mm. yeah,
0: yeah, I enjoyed his commentary at the Drua game, and as you say, huge career, Crusaders, European rugby, done it all, World Cups, and. Um, would be a great asset, I'm sure, for the stands. One one of
1: the things with the way the two Blues are going, you know, like uh, they've played eight, they've only won two and they've lost six, but they've scored the most number of bonus points of any team throughout the competition and that's at 10. So that's Mm. even ahead of the Hunter Wildfires on 32 and the two Blues are on 18, but they've scored 10 bonus points from, uh, from their particular games, which says that they're they're very competitive uh, in, uh, in, in in what they do. They don't uh, don't lay down that uh, no. teams from that part of the world have done uh, in in the more recent past.
0: Well, that's right. They're ahead of three teams with uh, an extra win than them. I think that just shows to show that they're, they're scoring tries and they're competitive. And unfortunately, they're just coming out the wrong side of the score sheet on a few occasions. But they're certainly um, only seven points adrift of the six. So... Uh, Still plenty of time for the two Blues to, to click into action. With some of the players they've got, it may well happen. So there we go. Um, let's head over to the game at uh, the revamped Concord Oval. West Harbour um, have gone down in a really tight game against Ramwick. West Harbour 19, Ramwick 22. Really big win for the uh, the Galloping Greens. Yeah, I thought uh, Ben Houston had a really good game, Casio. He's had an excellent season for Ramwick.
1: Yeah, he really has uh, very much on, on the ball, defensively uh, uh, quite quite abrasive, and teaming uh, teaming sort of quite well with that second row uh, com- combination, uh, Cormac Daly and uh, Eteti. So uh, yeah, there's some uh, there's some uh, a, quite a number of uh, traits to like about this uh, this Ramwick side. I think in the going places.
0: Yeah, they certainly are, and um, they're uh, pushing right up into those top positions, chasing uh, the top sides down. So, been a, a good couple of weeks for Ramek, some, some tight wins, but um, uh, no less impressive, especially on the road. Um, final game of the round uh, was the ladder fixture uh, up in Newcastle and a bit of a boil over. Um, Hunter 19, Southern Districts 26. Southern Districts were, I think, Last on the table when this game was played, and as we know, Hunter were top of the top of the pops. Um, I watched uh, a good majority of the game when I'd, I'd finished the manly game, and I have to say, I thought Southern Districts were absolutely fantastic. Um, the forwards were really up for it. Um, their set piece was excellent. Their backs were lively. Um, they looked like a team throwing a little bit of caution to the wind. Um, Rapata in the centres, who's, who's going away with the 20s, was absolutely outstanding. And, um, yeah, can't take anything away from a really good performance from Southern District. But,
1: uh, Archie Hoskins, the uh, Southern District's number seven, I thought was particularly abrasive. Picked yep. up a couple of tries and he uh, was pretty close to my man of the match, actually. Mm,
0: yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you. I thought he was probably the player of the day amongst uh, a lot of uh, really good performances. Bit of a shot to the confidence of the wildfires, Casho.
1: Yeah, particularly at home, uh, mm. you know, there was a bit of talk during last week about um, about Newcastle Number Two Sports Ground being being a bit of the fortress. So uh, yeah. yeah, there's uh, there's there's a bit of a few cracks on the rampart there. But uh, anyway, listen, that's uh, that's just one week, and we're uh, only in the middle of May, so uh, a long time to go. But uh, yeah, there there are elements of the way that Hunter went about their game that. Uh, was probably a wee bit predictable. They're probably going to have to come up with something, particularly on the road, uh, to do a few things differently. So, uh, and you know w- whether that's you know go wide early, but uh, you know they they can always uh, uh, go back to their uh, their staples, which is push it down the corner and uh, roll it in, which they do very effectively.
0: It's probably getting to that phase of the season where teams probably need to think about a bit of reinvention, isn't? What a yeah, lot of the
1: coaches uh, try to do now is they set up all their moves and, you know, uh, uh, style of play and shapes and all, all that sort of stuff. It's basically the same. They, they, they just concentrate on making them look different. So uh, yeah, people yeah. are looking left rather than right and, uh, you know, the arms come into play and defence. So that's, uh, that's the thing that's going to happen from here on in.
0: Yeah, as the All Blacks always used to say, when you're on top of your game, change your game. So we'll look to see uh, whether any of our teams make some adjustments to their, to their play style. Um, looking at the table, uh, we still have the Wildfires um, out on top. They're very closely followed now by Gordon um, and Manly, two points behind. Um, to be fair, uh, <laughs> from first place... Down to, well, at least the top three are only within a win of each other. And then just outside that is uh, Eastwood, Ramick and Norse running out the top six. Um, five points adrift. There's a little gap down to seventh place in Sydney Uni on 20 points. And then two blues, East, West, South and Ringer in the unfamiliar territory at the bottom of the table. Um, but some very interesting games uh, ahead this weekend. As I said, we've got two more rounds before the bye. Top of the Pops, Gordon taking on the wildfires. fis Massive game at Chatswood Oval. Manly taking on Southern Districts at home at the Village Green. Ramlik taking on Eastwood at Coogee. University take on the Pirates uh, at Sydney University. Ringar hosting Norse, as Kasha said, Ladies Day. And Eastern Suburbs taking on the Two Blues. So some... Really spicy fixtures uh, to sink your teeth into this weekend, Casher mate. You'll be at Ladies Day front and centre at Rat Park, surely?
1: Well, it's just uh, you know, I'm I'm just hoping the Waker's Parkway's open so I have easy access to Rat Park. So uh, mm. yeah, why you know why not? We'll um, we'll sniff around there. I'll I'll. Um, I'll uh, see where John Geddes is and uh, see if he can get me into some hospitality down there.
0: Love JJ. He's a good man. He's still writing plenty of good prose for rugby news. Uh, he's one of your colleagues now, Casho.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. I uh, I use him for uh, some of my uh, my program work. He did a did a mm-hmm. fantastic uh, feature on. Um, on Caitlin Halsey, the 16-year-old uh, yep. in, 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 in the Wallaroos uh, camp at the moment and also has done some good stuff with uh, Jay Tregoning, um, amongst others, in, in and around there. So he's, uh, his knowledge of uh, women's rugby is expanding as uh, the women's game is now.
0: Uh, before we go, if you do like the show, why don't you give us a five-star review? Wouldn't that be a great idea, Swayne? All our great club friends can review the show and I don't know what that actually does for me, but, um, you know, we love hearing a bit of feedback. If you don't like the show, you want us to change the format. If you'd like to just, us to give up full stop, um, just let us know. Put a one star, put a one star, put a five star, and, you know, um, maybe we'll take things on board. Maybe we won't.
1: Perhaps perhaps we'll read out a couple of the comments next week, you know, good yeah. or bad.
0: We're like a, uh, a good motel on the highway. Just a modest two or three star. and. <laughs> That's all we pretend to be. Let's be honest, the um, shitty intro music is a two at best, but and the outro music. And on that note, I'll catch you guys next week.